Hello, and welcome back to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. And uh, today we were going to talk about See How They Run, the new, uh, I don't know, uh, murder mystery comedy starring a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I uh, uh, got sick and actually had to stay home from work, which, you know, also then implies that I couldn't really go to the cinema today. Um, And it's, yes, very, very out of fashion, and I never get sick, but I was actually, like, (laughs) bedridden for most of yesterday, all of yesterday. So we decided to, to, to do something that we could do from home. So instead of talking about the other one, we're gonna do we're gonna talk about something a lot more fun. I or I mean, no, wait, that's the other way around because we're gonna talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But we're not gonna talk about the new Dahmer uh, Netflix series. Um, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive. Um, so we're actually talking about the 2002. Jeremy Renner's star vehicle, Dahmer. Yes. Yeah. A movie I saw, like, back in 2002 or 2003. I was a little too young for a movie like that, I would say. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and re-watching it now, it's just like... What? I, I was going to say, why would they let me watch it? But then nobody let me watch it. I just watched it. Because my, yeah. my friend had it on VHS. Um, yeah, it's... Um, it's a uh, it's a very very different kind of uh, like true crime movie from from how true crime is today. Yes, um, and it was kind of kind of before true true crime became a big thing. Cause, yeah, because true true crime has kind of come and gone in waves. I know. Sure. Um, you had like a few years ago, you had a, a small like uh, boom of true crime movies, like cheap. Cheap, like, uh, direct-to-video horror movies about BTK mm. and Green River Killer and Gacy, John Wayne Gacy, which I know the one of the uncredited screenwriters of this Dahmer movie actually wrote that um, uh, John John Wayne Gacy movie. Um, David Burke? Uh, yes, exactly. Um, and then, of course, we had the, uh, the new wave of true crime, um, which I... <laughs> guess started with making a murderer in like what 2013 or 14 something like that yes yeah when netflix just they, they created this new like like i mean it is a documentary but it's almost like a almost like a like a tv show but you know about yeah. real people i'm not sure if that started before or after that that podcast was called serial oh serial yeah i mean i mean serial was also like part of that, but I mean, serial wasn't all about like. Well, I guess it was a, no, it wasn't all about crime. The first season, oh, the first of course, was about a was. murder. Yeah, Adnan Syed and whatever the victim's name was. Yeah. Um, but then the second season was about like a a a, a, a prisoner of war, uh, John oh, Bergdahl right. or something. And then I never I never finished the third season of Serial, which was about like the disappearance of the uh, guitarist in that. In Manic Street Preachers, who just disappeared one day. I think it was that at least. Yeah, I I only listened to season one. <coughs> yeah, actually, I don't know if they made. Yeah, there was around I... that and making making what was it called making a murderer. Yeah. Um, but that was one when it really blew up, and after after that, there was there were so many copycats right away. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, making I mean... a murder came one year after uh ser- the serial podcast season yeah. one. 
Um, and that that it feels like that boom has uh, is still going on today. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many true crime series on Netflix. Oh yes, both like both dramas and actual like documentary series. Um, yeah, and, and I pe- mean there are more YouTube channels doing longer episodes on it nowadays, yeah. and like more, I guess, detailed tellings of it. What they can find online, obviously. Yeah, I've watched a few of those. There's like one called Explore with Us, and then there's this one called like Coffee House Crime or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, I recognize that. I listen sometimes to uh, Bailey Sarian. She does uh, murder mystery and makeup Mondays. Oh yeah, yeah, you told me about her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and in a in a way, I understand the fascination because it's you know yes, it's uh it's you know it's a little it's a little dangerous you know um. It's a car crash. It's, it's like driving past a car crash. You can't really look away. Yeah, exactly. Because it has. Because it. But at the same time, like it's it's weird that we're so fascinated with this shit because it's so gruesome sometimes. Yes. And that's the first thing that stuck out to me with this movie because I guess we should talk about the movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> since this came before the 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 the, the, the two big waves of of uh, true crime stuff, um, it's not very uh, graphic. There's not a lot of no. blood, not a lot of gore. There's like one scene with like a lot of blood when he when yeah, he's it's chopping up the, the first victim. Yeah, the one vi- victim we see blood from basically. Yeah. Um but under that a lot of, a lot of it is suggested. Um yes. And a lot of it is um I mean not not even we, we yeah, we don't we, we don't even really see. We see like three victims, I think. Um, all in all, because it's the first. I, I watched it today, and I'm trying like. It's the Asian the, guy. Do we actually see him die though? Uh, yeah. In the end, he. Oh right, that's true. In the end, he is dead. This well, yeah, but... movie, he cuts him up. <laughs> um, right, and then of course the guy he brings him to smoke weed. Yeah, that's a, his first victim chronologically, and then in yes. in his bed when he. Uh, there is uh, another right, victim, he... which we don't... I don't know, I, I guess that guy's dead. He looks dead. Uh, yeah, um, and he m- might be one of the guys from the club, I'm not sure, because he yeah. looks similar, but we don't really see his face properly, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... Well, that's true. There's only those three technical murders in this movie. Yeah. And then, of course, the whole thing with, uh... Oh, shit, what's his name? Marcus? No. Rodney? The guy he brings home. Who, yeah, who... Rodney. Rodney? Yeah, the guy with the cornrows or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Rodney. Okay. <clears throat> Rodney? Yeah. I do not remember this Rodney. <laughs> was it his... Who, the cu- who was covering his like cousin's uh, shift at the, the whatever shop where they sold knives and stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah. And his cousin was called Corliss, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Yeah, but Rodney doesn't—he uh, doesn't become a a uh, a victim. No. Almost. Well, you know. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, and and uh, well, we, I didn't start by well, I, I kind of this episode started off a little weird. I got I yes. forgot <laughs> to ask you, uh, like we usually do. What did you think of the movie? I I, I didn't like it that much. It okay. was it was hard to follow along because of the jumping in the timeline sort of things because I 
Jeremy Renner looks the same age throughout the entire movie, basically. Yeah, more or less. Like, it's like they gave, having they gave him a bit of a, a beard uniform. at one time. Yeah, and he had a mustache at one point. Yeah. But it doesn't really tell me if he's... Like, when that is happening, so to say. No. Like, I, I get when he's younger. Sure, because he lives with his parents yeah. in their house. But then after that, I'm not sure. Everything else is just at the same time to me, basically. And also, I mean, yeah, I did well, like that they didn't they didn't paint him as like a victim the first thing they did, which sometimes they do that when they look like go back and start talking about the history and how he grew up and oh, we 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 need to feel sorry for him a little mm, bit. Yes, they didn't really do that. They started with a he's actually kind of cruel. We shouldn't like him. But then they kind of fall into oh, but we do yeah. feel a little bit sorry for him. And that's what I liked about this because I yeah, did like that part. The, the the plot of the movie, there's not a lot going on, no. and I think it takes place from like because I'm pretty sure his first victim was in 1978, I think. Um, so I, I think didn't this... look at any facts to be honest. Yeah, and except I know for like short documentaries, so to speak, on on YouTube where they like just started talking about his killings but then as soon as they got past whatever happened in this movie i'm like i'm not gonna listen to that because i don't care (laughs) jeffrey Dahmer is kind of a boring serial killer to me (laughs) that's so interesting that you say that because he's one of the most (laughs) gruesome serial killers ever the guy like tried to create zombies and he ate people the way well depicted in this movie he's one of the most boring serial killers yes yes but that's, that's what the I think, thing though yeah but that's what they're I think missing half of his whatever issues are sure in this one we're exploring his um uh his like fear of being gay i suppose or like yeah no i think it's a fear he doesn't really understand or accept the fact that he feels the way he does towards men um or he's ashamed of it or something mm. Uh, we never get to see him <laughs> eat people, which it's what he's famous for, I suppose. So, I mean, yeah. that would have been interesting to have in the movie. It feels like this is just like, you know, the first couple of years before we really got into it. Yeah. Like they c- just, you know, didn't care about the other bits that were more gruesome. Because that's the thing. I was, uh, I was correct there. His, his first victim was in 1978. Uh, that's the guy, yeah. the, the wrestling guy who smokes weed. Yeah, um, that's when he's he, still in school or something. Yeah, and he was caught in 1991. Um, so I'm I'm guessing this movie takes place in like, yeah, from 78 to maybe like mid 80s or something. Yeah, because he's obviously not, you know, he hasn't murdered that many people when the movie starts, you know. At no. least not what we know of, but that's just a feeling I get. But what I what I find interesting is the fact that they don't focus on all the murders. They they focus on him and not even like yeah, not trying to like figure him out or anything or like they they humanize him without making him uh, without sympathizing with him. Yeah, sure. It was it's 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 interesting because and and I don't know I don't know if um. Because they do say that some characters are, uh, you know, added for the story. Fictional, yes. So I'm wondering, because I, I try to find if this Rodney character was real, but I don't think so. I mean, he obviously survived, so why would he ever, you know, have turned up anywhere in, in, unless he, like, 
uh, did some interview like I was almost a victim of, but I haven't found anything. No, I, I couldn't like see anything like that either. Yeah. I'm thinking um, he's just a, pr- a production to like have someone poke at Jeffrey and be like, say something, yes. explore something, you know. Exactly, because that's what's so interesting. Yourself. Like, because obviously, um, yeah, a, a lot of it, a lot of it stems from him, like, uh, yeah, not not feeling you know, like uh, he doesn't feel comfortable with being being gay. Yeah, um, because you know, he he grew up in the in the in the like late sixties, late to 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 early seventies. You know, that, that's when he like because he was he's born in nineteen sixty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, homosexuality was not really <laughs> accepted it the way it is nowadays. No. Um, and um, so I'm, 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 I'm guessing, you know, yeah, it was obviously like socially awkward, which we see in the movie. Yes. Um, and um, even when he's, even when he's like around people of the same sexual orientation as him, he's like uncomfortable with it. To, well, so, yeah. so much that he has to actually drug them to have sex with them. Um, yes, which is you know. I saw it feels a like short it's... like interview with a criminology psychology person. I don't remember what it was exactly. Um, well, he mentioned like Jeffrey Dahmer was probably like you said uncomfortable with his own skin so much that he didn't even like sort of being with other humans but of course he had sexual urges so yeah the closest thing you could get to it was a lifeless body yeah exactly without having to talk to people or be with people basically yeah and obviously he uh, there's this there's this the, the montage of him at the club um yes where where he kind of uh uh he, like, like, because it starts out with him like nervously, like trying to get the guy a drink, but then you know he he starts to get into the groove and he does it like several times a week or whatever. You know, we don't know exactly how often, but you know, it's over a period of time he does it several, several times. So much to the point that it like it seems to affect him as well. It's just, that's just a yes. feeling. There's a lot of like un uh, like understated stuff in the movie. They don't really say like, oh my god, I feel so. Uh, I feel so. I feel so inhuman. No, it's more like in looks, and and a lot of it is in Jeremy Renner's acting. Yes. Because um, uh, like towards the end, they, he's, they don't he's, point he's, it out, but he is an alcoholic apparently. Uh, yes. Yes. Well, he does so do a I lot guess, of drinking in the movie. So. Yes, but they don't like point it out. Like, oh, you have a problem, really. I mean, the dad says it after one party. Yeah. But it's not something that re- reoccurs. So you don't really think about it as being a problem, except for him getting drunk at a club, and drugging other dudes, oh. which of course is horrible. But it's his way of socializing, I guess. Yeah. But it goes. And we don't see it as a as a, an alcohol abuse problem. We see it as the whole raping people problem. Yeah. Um. But it's also. I mean, he becomes so comfortable with doing it. That he's literally like uh, spiking uh, the drinks on the dance floor. That's why yes. he gets thrown out. So it's it's obviously like, um, perhaps he's not comfortable with it. He's just you know, he's doing it so much while he's drinking himself. So he, I I guess forgets to be careful eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because he he um, it's hard to explain like. Yeah, it feels like he he he's kind of um, 
he seems, especially towards the end of the movie, he seems almost conflicted about what he's doing. Yes. Then, you know, at, at the point where where uh, where um, shit, Rodney, <laughs> Rodney, <was his> name. <laughs> when Rodney, Rodney <laughs> comes back, you know, after he runs out the first time, um, and he tries to get him to like uh, o- open up a little more, and he and he he just explains like, oh no, I'm a what is it? He says he's a, he's a pervert. He's a he's a homosexual. He's a he's a masturbator. Like all the stuff that he hates about himself. Yes. Um. Kind of obviously it's stuff he's been struggling with. Um. And and, and kind of why he um. I, I don't think he actually likes killing. Now here armchair psychologist of course. Sure. <laughs> um. But I think he like he. He's 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 um like he's he's fascinated by it, but I don't think he likes it. Well, um, and they, he also like of course in... likes the opportunity he then gets uh, to have sex. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's different people saying different things, of course. But the ones I saw were he likes to be dominant and he likes to have like control of things, obviously. Yeah. Um, the killing in a in and of itself, I don't know. They didn't. They don't touch on that specifically but he likes the idea of then having you know a still body yeah to, exactly to have adventures with so to speak and um he does have an earlier stage according to other people and other psychologists and stuff when he was younger he liked the dissecting of animals and looking into them and seeing what they looked like basically yeah so no i don't i don't know if he's actually liking the killing part but he likes to see what happens afterwards and using the bodies afterwards yeah there's obviously a fascination about it that's why he kept the head of his first victim in that box yeah um, and he likes the control of like having them underneath them i suppose yeah. but then it goes too far obviously we see that in the movie twice he starts strangling people but then he changes his mind just before they die yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so he likes it but he doesn't want to kill them really and that's that's one of my favorite moments in the movie, actually. Almost, yeah, it's basically the ending when he when he does strangle um, Rodney, but then he stops um, because I think he, uh, d- despite him trying to push, like he's trying to push Rodney away because he knows if Rodney stays, he's going to kill him. Um, yes, because that's his urge, basically. Um, but Rodney seems to genuinely like him. Um, even yes. after he like confesses his sins, so to speak. I mean, uh, he he says, "No, you're still not. You're still bullshitting me." So I mean, he doesn't yeah. believe it. <laughs> I mean, does, yeah, of course. If he saw Sounds the body, ridiculous. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I, th- I think he actually he didn't want to kill Rodney, so because you know Rodney seemed like a genuinely good person. Yeah, um, that he kind of liked. So instead, he like scared him away, and I thought that was a very like very like was that that's I'm guessing that's more or less completely made up for the movie, but it's definitely like a humanizing moment um, to show to show to kind of cement the fact that he's struggling um, with his uh, uh, his uh, urges urges yeah his demons so to speak and I, I i i like that and that it's all like you said very understated it's never like there's no exposition dumps in this movie ever no <laughs> um and i also very much like that it doesn't like go into like all the all the killings and then he in- eventually gets caught like because eh, 
that, that's, we know that's what that. all these movies are about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We know that. No, this is more about about Jeffrey Dahmer, the person. Yes. And it's not it's not perfect. Like we they could have delved a little deeper, I think. Yeah, um, there were there are scenes with his family that are very useless that could have been replaced with I guess more scenes about him specifically because just the the whole catching the bird what the hell did that have to do with anything well that is that is also that fascination like you know with with uh, dissecting animals like that's yeah, they, that's like a that's like a that's like a trait with most serial killers they like to like sure but they kill, didn't go, kill that animals. scene that and scene go, didn't depict that really well in my opinion it no, just showed but him, it reminds capturing him capturing it and closing it in a box is that what he does yeah he puts it yeah. in a box right but it then it then flash flashbacks into the scene where he right. keeps the the dead the dead head in the box. Sure. So I think he reminisces. Um, but it's it's an odd. You could have done that in another way, probably. Yeah, sure. Um, I also wish that even though you know maybe that would have gone too much into him being like uh uh uh. uh a sad character or like a victim or whatever. But I wish they kind of went in more to his childhood. Um, cause uh, according to a little bit, at least. Yeah. According to some sources, his, um, his parents weren't the most loving parents. Not, not like they were cruel or like beat him they or just anything. just didn't care. Yeah. They just had other things. You know, his mother was like, um, a hypochondriac and you know she wasn't all there and his she father was suicidal like, at points of yeah and his his father's because of trouble those kind of troubles at home spent a lot of time you know at work and something so he was like he was like neglected basically um yes. which which like hindsight is 2020 but obviously that like d- didn't help Ads. with his uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> With his, with his future, like, yeah, urges and stuff. Like, it's obviously... That's that's part of it. And I wish they kind of went into that a little bit. Um, the, the, what what little they, we get with the parents here don't really... Yeah, like I said, it doesn't really add much. No, it just touches on, on things that are... I guess, like you said, it's kind of obvious. We know basically every serial killer in history has had a fascination, fascination with, um, first of all, killing animals or roadkill and stuff and just exploring dead bodies... Yeah. But then on top of that having him being a neglected child and according to some being at points left alone for like months, which we see parts in the movie. We don't know how long time it it is when his mother leaves. Yeah. But like he, he was left alone for so long. Yeah. And it, of course as a teenager when your parents just up and leaves, I think even everyone moved out technically and they just left him in the house. He yeah, didn't, he I didn't think get the, to come with the mother when she moved out with her new husband or whatever and the baby. Yeah, the parents the parents separated. Um so the dad was living in some hotel or something. And yeah, yeah. The mom just left to go to be with grandma for a while or something. I don't know. Someone said that they she literally moved to another state. <laughs> and just left him in the house alone and then like the dad found him a few months later like alone are you okay yeah yeah um yeah like i said i wish they went a little bit more into that um because it is exciting exciting is perhaps not really the right word to use but you know what i mean it's interesting to see of course the mind and 
what happens inside the mind of a serial killer. It's kind of fashion fascinating to try and understand them. Yeah. Which is, I guess, why the, the whole True serial killer boom thing so, is a yeah. thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I've seen a lot of people being doing videos about how uh, these kinds of movies are, in a way, toxic. Because we're glorifying killers. Yeah, but this that's movie a... doesn't really do that, though. Ex- exactly, that's what I mean. Like this isn't this isn't that kind of movie. Um, it's not sensationalizing anything. It's not trying to like explain why. Um, like I said, it it does that very hard thing of humanizing without sympathizing. Yeah. Uh, which is very interesting because like <clears throat> it he- not not completely makes us understand but it helps us to understand why he did it but it does not excuse what he did no however this movie did have me understanding why some people find um serial killers very charming because there were moments when he and, and ronnie were talking that i was start i started smiling to myself yeah. going like, oh this is this is nice this is cute i understand why he's falling for him like, holy shit you're smiling about a serial killer stop you know no and i i think that's the I think that's partly that's the, the point. point of that scene, yeah. Sure. I was the same way, like, maybe if he just lets Rodney into his life, he can become, a, like, a good person again. Like, yeah. I was, and I know that's not gonna happen, because I, I know what happened to Armour, and I've seen the movie before. <laughs> yes. like, it's not gonna happen, but I was like, come on, just let him in, Jeffrey, let him in. <laughs> Be happy. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that's not how it works. No. But I see how he got his victims. He's charming. Yeah. Like the way he starts talking to that um that boy in the shoe shop, yeah, like sure it's creepy that he's like, oh, but you're attractive. I want to take pictures of you. And today you would you would just like no, <laughs> I'm not gonna go with you for you to take pictures of me, you perv. Same with the the guy who like he asks him to smoke weed and he's like, yeah, sure, I'll jump in your into your car. No, we don't do that. You don't get in strangers' cars. Yeah. But I mean that's like the that's like the seventies, so maybe uh, the yeah. I mean today we wouldn't do it. Yeah, and we know we in know the better movie nowadays. he's a teenager asking another teenager if they want to smoke weed. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, my parents aren't home, want to hang out. Cool, yeah. That's how you make friends, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't know. I don't have friends. <laughs> 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 Not like that, at least. Uh, um. No, so yeah. it's, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting depiction yeah. but it's also weird and not 100% entertaining and you also kind of wish it was more like modern true crime a little more gruesome a little bit a little, a little, little bit, little bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. though I do I do hate how they I mean Jeremy Renner is an attractive man don't get me yeah. wrong but I hate how they keep casting Especially nowadays, the most popular attractive dudes <sighs> to play serial killers. Like, sure, Jeffrey Dahmer had a strong jaw and nice facial features, but but you don't have a... to like have a model play him. No, he's a t- he's a tall, gangly, pasty guy. Yeah, yeah. But he was. They did cast. I read that did cast Jeremy Renner specifically <clears throat> because he resembled Jeffrey Dahmer. Sure, they they have enough of a resemblance. But I, I agree, like, casting Zac Efron as, um, yes. uh, what's the guy? Bundy, right? Ted Bundy, yeah. 
Like, sure, no. that was also, like, he was described as, like, charming, very handsome, but, like, I've seen pictures. He's not Zac Efron handsome. Exactly. Zac Efron and is, I'm like... I'm not sure if, uh... What's the guy who plays him in the... He plays Dahmer in the new one. Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Evan Peters? Evan Peters also... Not... Not not Zac Efron levels of handsome, but he's still like a, no, but it's still he's like, like he looks like a like a movie star kind of guy. Almost. Yes, and also he's played this troubled serial killer yeah. persona before, so you're you're just romanticizing Dahmer with another already established actor who plays those kinds of roles. Yes. So you're just adding on to because in in uh, American Horror Story when he plays whatever the kid's name is. Uh, the first he show? Was, yeah, the first season. Where he's a school shooter. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. character, everyone loved that character. They yes. fell in love with him completely. Until and now you're asking <laughs> that character, basically, to play a cannibal. Yeah. Come on. You're, uh, just, you're just adding here. <laughs> I, yeah, and I think that, because actually I saw that today, Ryan Murphy, the guy who made uh, American Horror Story, is the guy who produced, and I guess created, this new Dahmer series. So of course, okay, he would so cast Evan Peters. Yeah, yeah. sure, um, sure. But at the same those, time, you know, yeah, it's... But I'm, yeah, because of the reasons you pointed out, probably like yeah. But I he don't knows like it. Evan Peters kind of has a cult following because of American Horror Story, um, and uh, that also makes me think that that show. I haven't watched the show yet. We we no, we might either. we might do a TV cast on it later. Um, but because Ryan Murphy is making it, I'm getting the feeling it's gonna be kind of like, uh, um, yeah, almost like not making him like a cool character, but making him make sensationalizing a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, like American history, no, American horror story vibes, you know? <laughs> yes, making it look interesting at least. Yeah. Because like Ryan Murphy beyond has just being horrifying. Yeah, Ryan Murphy has that kind of style to everything he does. American Horror Story, uh, Scream Queens. Oh yes. Um, he made that other uh, like mini series about Hollywood murders. I don't remember what it was called. I don't remember. Yeah, like it's always very stylized. He has yes, he has a flair of making horrible things seem, or even scary things seem interesting yeah and intriguing more than just being oh i want to get scared no no i want to look at this yeah and like darkly comedic yeah like all all i um, almost said it again <laughs> american, american history, history x, x or what yeah. <laughs> american horror story all american horror story episodes uh, seasons are like um they're they're like they're funny some of them are straight up comedies like uh, sure uh, season what is it, nine or eight nine was the slasher one right uh, I think so yeah yeah uh, that was a straight up comedy for sure, like the first yeah. uh, seven episodes he also um, has a talent of making it look beautiful despite being gruesome yeah exactly like so, in the freak show episodes or the freak oh, show yeah. seasons somehow it's just it's so pretty even though everyone's supposed to be the scary freak who eats people and stuff no he still looks beautiful somehow yeah yeah and hotel if you want to talk about like oh my god great yes. aesthetics <laughs> holy shit <laughs> I, the, the the psych ward as well whatever that one was called asylum asylum yeah I still uh, now we're talking about American Horror Story here but I yeah, still well, I was I I loved every season of that show, 
Um, up until uh, the fuck was it called? The one where it's like apoc- apocalypse. Was it called apocalypse? Yeah, I think so. The, the last one. one, right? No, it's no, not they, the last no. They made it? more. They made more. They made more. But I was Shit. never. I mean, I didn't. I, I say I loved. You but didn't I finished that one. No, because even though, even though it was, I said I loved every season, but I didn't love every season. I, th- I thought every season was good enough that I could actually finish it. But that yes. eighth season, I just couldn't fucking finish. It was so bad and so boring. Even though I know from what you've told me, because you finished it, like, that it gets interesting and it actually like it um, ties up it ties a lot. Up, ties into a lot of the other seasons, which was like, damn it. It's it's that's both a blessing and a curse, though, because okay. you shouldn't really have to watch. In 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 a, in a show like American Horror Story, where every season is a different story, yeah, you shouldn't have to watch seven seasons to understand the eighth one. No, exactly. That uh, that's true. That's true. That's kind of the point so of having the, a. Um, the, yeah, it's a it's a very uh, seasonal based show. Yeah. It's uh, or story it's, based. I don't know what it's called. It's, There's uh, probably a word for it. It's called. Um... <laughs> Uh, when every season is a new show, it's a, called an anthology series. Right. Yes. It's an anthology. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You shouldn't tie them together. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. Also, it was a bit ridiculous at points, but yes. Yeah. Um. And I just didn't think that season worked. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Where were we? Dahmer. Yes. Dahmer. Yes. Um. I mean. I can understand the like the meta score is sixty three. I understand that. Yeah, and and it's... it even has a couple of like really good uh, reviews. Um, I mean, um, it even got one like ten out of ten. Critics, uh, you mean, right? Yeah, from critics. Yeah, the Portland Oregonian, uh, Sean Levy. I wonder if it's the director um, who made uh, made made who's made a bunch of movies now. Uh, free guy amongst them. I don't know, but anyway, Portland Oregon, he writes, uh, it's a triumph of the film that it manages to make Jeffrey Dahmer a human being, at least a member of the species, without ever bending towards towards em- empathy with or excuses for him. Like we mentioned. Yes. That's exactly it. I like, mean, there, there's he's like a real one person. Scene. He's not a monster or anything. He's a human yeah. that does terrible things. There's the one scene when he... Um... When his dad finds him passed out on the couch. Yeah. Uh, but right before that, we see him, like, crying over the jean jacket of the guy he killed. Yeah. And considering that he called his dad, I'm, I'm assuming he called him, like, drunkenly being kind of sorry for what he did. Yeah. Because, you know, you call your parents when you don't know what to do about something that happened. And you're sorry about it. <laughs> That's the thing. But so he's obviously like they show us that he regrets it, and again, like we said, that was before, his first victim. It. So yeah, yeah, sure. But we sh- they show it also every time he stops strangling those two guys. Yeah. So they they show it, but yeah, they don't make us sympathize with him really. Exactly, and that's what we still we still see it as good crazy person for stopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose it's so. not like, oh yes, he is a good person inside. No, no, it's just good crazy person. Stop. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there but there is that that little little like kernel of hope, like maybe, but we know what's gonna happen. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Which does like that I think that's part of humanizing him. And then I gotta yes. say, I think it's a uh, um 
so it's a really really good so non non dialogue no like explanation ending um where you know his dad wants him to go to therapy which like obviously would have helped but a Probably person like is. that usually doesn't want help like no um it feels like he I mean, they That's might a... want to, but they won't be able to admit their actual issues. Exactly, like even if they're they... ashamed of them too much. Yeah, you couldn't even tell someone like like in like a like a therapist or a psychologist. Um, so instead of actually going to the to the therapist, he just waits outside for his dad to come back. But then he just he sees he sees, he sees that wall, and it's just just a wall, and he walks, he just jumps over it and walks into the woods. But it's yeah. so like like metaphorically, he's like walking away from a chance at like redemption. Yes, and and how the camera just like stops there, and we see him literally just disappear into the woods. I thought it was very good, very good ending. Yes, I agree. That is that is a really good ending. I'm sorry, I'm I'm reading <laughs> some of the the lower critic reviews on meta Metacritics. <laughs> The San Francisco Chronicle. It succeeds occasionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just great review. Good job. No, but I I agree with one of some of the other ones. Like uh, Chicago Tri- Tribune says, um, a tasteful, intelligent, well acted film about one of the most ghoulish serial killers in American crime history. I'm but I'm not sure I understand a- the other part. I'm afraid that's a good part of what's wrong with it. I'm not sure I understand that part because it is it is a tasteful, intelligent, and well acted film. Yeah, I agree on that part. I'm not sure what he means, but Michael Wilmington, yeah, uh, the writer, I'm means that's with, a good part of what's wrong with it. Maybe does he mean that it's it's bad that we're making it tasteful, intelligent, and well acted, but it's <laughs> yeah, a terrible he wants person, a sleazy exploitation movie, maybe. Perhaps, um, and of that's course, the only thing that would make Jeffrey Dahmer do Jeffrey Dahmer justice. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, I, I guess you know, in a way, sure. The but... the uh, the review is twenty years old, so you can't read the whole thing. It's it's not yeah, available online. Anymore. I mean, you could probably get it somewhere, but it has one. We're not gonna put that much. That no, much work no. It. it has one <laughs> negative review though. That's complete negative. Um, from the Daily News, Jamie Bernard, and he says, "So lacking in insight and gravity that it makes Dahmer seem like a pesky, pasty-faced loser who just wasn't popular enough." That feels like that feels like Jamie Bernard was like a popular kid in school. Like he obviously doesn't understand <laughs> the person uh, 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 Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, he never had to struggle a day. Yeah, because that's not the point. And it obviously has insight and gravity. It's just that it's it's subtle. Jamie Bernard yeah. doesn't get subtle subtlety. <laughs> I think. Because, sure, you don't have to like the movie, but that, that just, like, nah, I think you're missing something there, Jamie. <laughs> I mean, Dahmer is a pesky, pasty-faced lo- faced loser who doesn't really have any friends. Sure. Yeah, sure. But that's what gives it the insight, isn't it? Because it shows yeah, us that's... the character of him. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <sighs> there's more to him, sure, but he is that, yes. Yep. Either way, I mean, I, I tried to look at as little as possible of other movies regarding because I haven't seen I don't think I've seen any movies or shows about Jeffrey Dahmer before. No, so I, he... I tried not to watch anything before this as well. I only watched like trailers because I wanted to 
there's this whole uh I think that was another movie or a show. My friend Jeffrey. Yeah. Which is based with, on like um, a Ross Butler, I think is or whatever his name is. I don't Ross know Butler. who actually I, I know uh, it was uh um it was mildly popular a few years ago because it was based on a like um like an indie comic book. Um, yeah, that, I, I was never, about to say that because that it. one doesn't feel the the few things you see in the trailer. Sure, there are similarities between that one and the the Dahmer twenty two thousand two movie. Yeah. The whole you know he's wearing the same thing. He looks really pasty and doesn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and he has the aggression of like we have a few scenes in in this one where he starts hitting trees with a bat or something. Yeah, out of pure frustration, more or less. You have that scene as well in the My Friend Jeffrey show, but then you also have him like bursting out in weird sounds and and dances in the middle of school. Doesn't feel like a thing he would do, really. That is that is though. I read something about that. He was like considered like the class clown. Like that was his way of oh. fitting in, and, and his like pranks usually uh, amounted to him like faking seizures, and like sure. Uh, um, uh, what's it called? Yeah, seizures, epilepsy, whatever. Seizures? Epilepsy, yeah, epilepsy attacks. That was like his way of joking. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, but that's one it. thing, and just starting to scream and dance in the middle of hallways, another thing. Uh, I suppose it looks it looks more silly in the trailer, at least. Sure. And since we didn't get that at all in the two thousand two movie, it's like, what? It's very it's a big contrast in that way. Yeah. No, it's 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 obvious also in in this movie Dahmer two thousand and two that they um um they they had a certain mood and feeling um, yes. that they wanted to to achieve and like yeah ha- having like scenes of him being being drunk in parties and like trying to make friends and like his high school years I'm mean, doing that stuff that wouldn't have fit in like no they wanted it would have. It would have humanized him too much, I suppose. It would have given us reasons to sympathize with him a little bit. Yeah. And it's also, like... Uh, I, like, spending a lot of, like, time with him when he's just alone, I think, is more important. Because that's that's literally what the movie starts with. Like, the mind... What is it say? The, the mind is a place of its own or something. Like Yes. It's the, like, tagline, but it's also, like, the first thing it says. The mind is a place of its own, yeah. Like yeah. where, like he, because that's like he's kind of like, he lives a lot up up there, like in his mind. He's, yeah, he's, he's stuck in there. Um, and I think that's an interesting, in- interesting tagline and interesting. Like it says that just before the movie starts, it says the mind is a place of its own. It was interesting because um, I never point that out, but when you think about that that line afterwards, like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That he never he never externalizes except for that one time when he says I'm a pervert I'm a killer I'm a masturbator he never yeah. externalizes any of his like um, anxieties or, or or problems or anything he never talks to anyone about it because he's so afraid of what people will think of him I mean it doesn't help that the first guy he meets the the guy he smokes weed with uh. he asks him outright like do you think it would be weird uh. getting a blowjob from a dude yeah. And that go- guy goes into defense mode straight away. Like, yeah, no, I am so straight. 
Fuck you, well, dude. I, you just I, well, I gotta say, like for being like in the seventies, I think he took that kind of question pretty chill. <laughs> sure, sure, but but you know what I mean. He's like, yeah, that would be weird. And Jeffrey being curious, and yeah. perhaps hoping to exper- explore with this guy. Of, of course, of course. Was very, um, oh no, what's the word? Pushy, <laughs> I would say. No, no, no. He was like this discouraged. Oh, and, sure, yeah. And that formed him going like, oh, I can't talk about wanting to have sex with guys. Yeah. They're all going to react this way. Because he hadn't met another homosexual by then, I think. In the movie, no. What we know in reality, no. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, and those, so those... He, didn't, he didn't understand that it was a perfectly normal thing. Yeah. And that guy ex- ex- reacted the way he did, <laughs> just made it worse, unfortunately. Yeah, he exacerbated the situation. Yeah. Which he didn't know. He couldn't have known. Yeah, of course he couldn't know that he was Poor sitting guy. in the same room as a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It is. It is sad. I don't know if there's anything more to say without like starting to repeat ourselves. No. I said though before we started that I for the patron episode I want to talk yeah. about someone that is more interesting, which that's... is a horrible way of putting it. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> so funny that you that you say that since he is one of the most notorious serial killers in history. Um, yes. And I think that is mostly because in this movie we don't see a lot of the, the gruesome stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. Because uh, in my opinion, this is going to sound fucking horrible, but <laughs> interesting serial killers are the ones who have more of a, um, you know, weird reason for killing people and not just because they're, I guess, sexually deprived. Who would you... I'm thinking of uh, Ramirez... Who's like oh, who's Satanist? Who's, who's just insane. Yeah, he's one of the Satan shit. I can I can say I he watched magic, dude. I <laughs> I watched that uh, Netflix uh, miniseries, which is like four episodes or something. And I, I started. I, yeah, I, I yeah I I started before going to sleep. I was uh, over at uh, I was uh, at my friend's house, and I was like, I need to watch something to fall asleep to, which was. A, Bad choice. Because yeah. I knew about Richard Ramirez. I, uh, yeah, he's fascinating because he was like, I'm into the devil, yo. Um, yes. But I never like like delved into, into it yeah, that much. And I was like, yeah, that guy's super creepy, super scary. I mean, he's in, uh, talking about American Horror Story, he's in yeah, uh, he's season in the... nine. Um, and briefly in season five, but that's a different actor. Um, yes. Um, for a completely different reason. Yeah, but <laughs> god damn, that 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 uh, docu series was really creepy. Going into like the details of how like he would just yeah he would just kill people because yeah it's like Satan told him to pick that one. Yeah, well sometimes it wasn't even that he just wanted no that's to kill true. Sometimes people. Death. Yeah, he like he would steal their stuff and like oh here's here there was there's a person here as well I'll just slit their throat. Yeah, and then when he left that house, he would go all across the street and kill another person, like in, like an insane person. That I was that he's really creepy. I guess is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. That's why he was in the fifth season oh, of American right. Horror Story because only dead serial killers were allowed yeah, to true. attend. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Thank God, because that guy scares me. <laughs> yes, he scares me more than someone like Jeffrey Dahmer. Even That's though that what Jeffrey Dahmer did was fucking sick. 
Um, that's the thing, though. Jeffrey Dahmer was mentally ill in a way that it it was an effect of his upbringing and the society he lived in. Yeah. Ramirez was fucking a lunatic. That's yeah, it. Yeah, he was a crazy person. There was no reason behind it, which is why it's more interesting. But, the, but that just... That's just scary. That's not interesting to me. That's just scary. That's like uh, that's like the AI. I mean, it's we just, have, just scary. <laughs> I think it's because we have an, an explanation for why Dahmer did what he did. Yeah. So it's not as it's not as intriguing anymore. We know. We understand and I don't I, we don't need to know more. We know why he did what he did. Even if we can always speculate there's more behind it. I wouldn't say that it is. It's neglect. And growing up in a family in a society where his urges were not okay at most. Yeah. I was trying to think of someone else. There's there's so many other, especially in America for some reason, <laughs> famous serial killers. <laughs> yeah. But I can only think of Ramirez and Ted Bundy. And I actually don't know. I don't remember which one Ted Bundy is. Uh, well, he's the the handsome guy who uh, who who like kidnapped women and killed them. He's not the one who had a cult, right? No, that's someone else. Um, I don't think he really had like a like a typical mo. He was just like he was charming, and that's how he got that's how he got women to f- come with him. And yeah, and that's why him. he's interesting because when he was in prison, people wanted to marry him. Yeah. But then he's you not have... interesting for his killings. It's interesting because people thought he was handsome. But then you have you have the Zodiac, which they right. technically still don't know who it was, even though some people think they do now. Uh, yeah, you have John Wayne Gacy, which I guess is more like a Jeffrey Dahmer guy, but worse because he killed a lot more people. Yeah, did he kill children as well? Uh, I th- well, am I yeah, like him? young younger boys and men he killed. Yeah, yeah maybe that's when. Yeah. Um. And it was especially gruesome because he like buried them underneath his own house, while like maintaining right. like he was like an upstanding member of society and had a family and everything. Uh, super yeah. super gross. Um, well, we don't have to discuss all of them over here because I was yeah. thinking that we should do one of them for the patron episode. Yeah, you can do that. There's the there's the there's the the Green River Killer and uh, BTK Bind Torture Kill. And the, what's it called? Hillside Strangler, I think? Which was like two guys who dressed up as cops and like, uh, right. like busted prostitutes. Like, oh, you're, we're gonna, you're going to prison, lady. And then they just strangled them in the car. Maybe we can do a, a Twitter poll for people to choose for <laughs> us. Because I cannot decide. I, I, weirdly yeah. enough, which is a common theme, especially for some reason amongst women, true crime is interesting. Yeah. Oh, I yes. I um <laughs> I uh I mean, I know I'm, there's I've a heard, primal reason for it, but Yeah, I've heard that there's someone explained it like uh, half jokingly, half seriously. It's like it's like it's a cautionary tale. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like as they 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 watch it because it's as it's as close as you can get to like being in a life-threatening situation without it actually being life th- or something like that some weird well, yeah partially that but it's also like okay this is what we should look out for let's <laughs> not get into that situation yeah yeah i think it's These like are yeah. the signs of a serial killer or someone who will actually want to murder you 
Good I to know. I find that quote. Hold on. Also, when you see how someone survived a situation like that, it's like, ah, that's what I should do. That's how to get out of the situation as well. Because there are yeah. survivors, as if I remember correctly, from some of these notorious killers. Well, yeah. I hate that we call them famous and notorious. <laughs> that's also glamorizing them. Yes. Yes, that's... that's, that's um... We're part of the problem now because we're making an episode about it. I know. I know. <laughs> we're just talking about a movie. Yeah. Technically. Uh, You're trying to find the quotes? Yeah, but there's so many there's so many articles about about yes. why women love hate. Research reveals why women love true crime. Women's hour, true crime, five reasons why women love it. This yeah, is why there's... women are obsessed with true crime stories. <laughs> From Vogue India. Couldn't you just yeah. Eh, whatever. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, I, yes, that's it for today, I think. I, I think so, yeah. Well, we'll pick another movie oh, yeah. about that's a serial killer. Because the guy who wrote this, well, I guess technically he was uncredited. He did, like, he was script consultant on the movie. David Burke, he, um, he, has, he hasn't written that much. Um, but oh he God, did write he wrote Slender Man. He wrote fucking <laughs> Slender Man, one of the worst movies ever made. Which is kind of funny because he also wrote, um, uh, he wrote the script for L, which I haven't seen, but I know that was a very celebrated movie when it came out. Like, you know, like a, a real, like, serious, mature, like, grown-up movie about about like rape revenge. Oh, um, and yeah. then he did, and then he did Benedetta, which is a super interesting movie about um, about faith. Like, like Ooh, you know, but that's also cl- interesting to talk cl- about. Classy, you know, um, high, big budget, like European. A nun in Italy suffers movie. from disturbing religious and erotic visions. Yes, it's a great movie. I just saw Jesus in the the video that starts playing. Oh yeah, <laughs> the guy who looked like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's funny that he he has written trash like Slender Man, and then he wrote movies like Elle and Benedetta. Um, and he did write... Uh, right, that's why I looked him up. He wrote that John Wayne Gacy movie that came out like a year after um, uh, Dahmer. So, oh. Could do that, maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Oh, yeah. right. He's the guy who dressed up as a clown. Yeah. I remember. Pogo? I think so. I think it was called Pogo the Clown, yeah. Yeah, and he, he became notorious because instead of doing like... Uh, like round shapes it was all like angles in his face and that's why clowns don't do that anymore yeah because it's too connected to him yeah yeah maybe 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 we'll see we'll see if you want to know what we end up talking about check out the patreon on monday yes patreon.com slash dome magazine check it out check it out support the podcast and get hundreds of hours of exclusive stuff uh, but yeah, that's going to have to be it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. But until then, have a good one. Bye. The Spoiler Cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is hosted by Tobias Vedin and Rebecca Vedin. Produced and directed by Tobias Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedin and Laura Kinney. Also, a huge shout out to all our patrons. Laura Kinney, Mom, Dad, Mom and Mac. If you want to join our Patreon, check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene.
get exclusive episodes, commentary tracks, and much, much more. Support independent podcasting.